Riding on the city of New Orleans Illinois Central Monday morning rail There's 15 cars and 15 restless riders Three conductors and 25 sacks of maids Yeah, John Denver singing City of New Orleans Yes this show dedicated to New Orleans, all things New Orleans. We're going to count down our top five New Orleans artists just ahead or, or in the middle of, in the midst of New Orleans Jazz Fest, just ahead of Todd's trip to New Orleans That's Jazz right. Fest. Uh, but, of course, celebrating this entire week, New Orleans Jazz Fest, we want to dedicate the show to the top five New Orleans artists. We'll count them down just like we always do. Welcome to Twisted Lister. I'm Scott, as always, joined by Todd and Harrison. Welcome to the show, guys. Yep. How's it going? Oh, good. You know. Welcome to episode twelve. Episode twelve. Number quite, twelve. Quite a milestone. Wow, the dozen. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, that would be a quarter of the year, right? If we do one a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Our last show, of course, we counted down our top female-fronted bands. I got some feedback on that show uh, and some omissions which we made. One omission I realized myself during, uh, after the show, we didn't talk about, and I was upset that we didn't talk about, uh, indie rock group Matt and Kim, who I'm a big fan of, and I just wanted to throw throw them out there. Uh, of course, they're, they're not, like, fronted really by Kim. I guess, well, I guess she kind of... Plays drums, but she sings a lot. They're like co-fronted, and Matt's not a girl, but I just wanted yeah. to put it out there. But they have a girl yeah. in the band, so and she and him. If we're gonna talk about him, might as well Matt and Kim. She and him, they go hand in hand. That's true. Yeah, I, is, I, is I, like, I like Matt and Kim better. I I do too. Yeah, yeah that's fair. And on because so yeah, that was one thing. I you and know I, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I felt like uh, the Bengals were, and I think one of mm. you might have mentioned them. Someone said one of you mentioned them. Yeah, that was an omission. I think for for me, the Bengals had a special place, and I kind of forgot them in the mix. Yeah, but I believe it was one of the first tapes I ever bought. It was the Bengals' A Different Light, which yes included Manic Monday and Walk Like an Egyptian. So. Yeah, I remember that being the first, maybe the first band I had a crush on, or yeah. I had a crush on one of the members for sure. This is this Zana is, was pretty hot. How could yeah. you guys? Yeah. How could you guys forget that when I came out at the beginning with my Wilson Phillips love affair? And uh, you guys forgot about your Bengals thing. No, um, I feel. I think the Bengals. I wouldn't lump them in with Wilson Phillips. That's I think like they five have years a little early. more. No, you're right. Facility. You're right. No, the Bengals do have more credibility than Wilson yeah. Phillips. I'll give you yeah. that. I'll give you that. Well, we counted but, down the females last week. Did you guys get some some feedback? I, I, I also I wanted to say I got an email from our friend Graham Teal. And oh, he told me, and wow. he, he pointed me to a group that we did forget that didn't make anyone's list. And, and this may just say something about the group, but the Arrhythmics did not make anyone's list last uh, week. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I, I think it just says something about the Arrhythmics, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that was a complete oversight. but Yeah, I don't know, yeah. Well, I don't know if they have enough of, of an of an to make the list. Ooh, I, I bet. Yeah, but the, the critics do love the Arrhythmics. They love. They Annie do. Lennox. They do. I've never been a big Annie Lennox fan. And D- Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, not to be not to be uh, confused with the pitcher, of course. Dave Stewart, right? Isn't, <laughs> of course, Dave, right. Dave Stewart's Oakland the dude. Is. Same it? same build and skin tone, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Is Dave Stewart right? That's the who it is, he Dave shows Stewart. up on everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so that was that was last week's show. Thanks for listening. Of course, you can always find us on iTunes. Just search for Twisted Lister. Subscribe to the show. Email us at what? I was gonna say feedback yeah. wise. We oh did yeah. Get some feedback yeah. on some positive feedback on garbage, which I was happy to hear. Yep. Uh, Thad, former drummer of the Marshall Plan, um, 
that was a big fan of garbage inclusion. Uh, I know we also had some Fleetwood Mac fans out there who were uh, upset with me. Um, I still but, am. I'm still, I, I'm still I upset. I still maintain that they're not a female-fronted rock I'm, band. There was nothing yeah, against Fleetwood I'm, Mac as a band. It's just I'm I'm upset the way that went down though because I think I should have first of all there's two things that should have happened there I should have fought a little harder for it and also Harrison we should have worked together to because I did support your Joan Jet your controversial Joan Jet pick and we we decided that Joan Jet and the Blackheart slash Runaways was good enough to put her up there as a female or put that act up there as a female at number band. one at and I supported at I supported one. you Harrison you should have probably supported me stronger uh, probably, and as probably, always we should have gone against you know, time I have principles yeah. <laughs> I have principles there's you know I can't be bought well, no, as you, easily as you can you you also oh, made a statement you had you stuck with your principles and I think there, you, you know. made a good statement by being pissed at me about the, when I, I was real hard on you about the Starship mention, so it's fine. <laughs> I, I understand. I learned my lesson, Harrison. But, if I want to do business with you, I got to treat you with respect. It's cool. Believe it or not, there is some integrity here. Yeah. Believe it or not. Very little. There you go. Yeah. But our, Very our little. Little. We got some feedback from loyal listener Andy, and uh, Andy said he, uh, I believe, he agreed with me on Hart. The fact that you know he he understands, like I said, that Hart has its place in in rock history, but he just doesn't really like listening to them, and that's kind of that was my opinion. So he was he saw eye to eye in that respect. I, I but I know there were the Fleetwood Mac fans out there, and you know I did listen to a bunch of Fleetwood Mac, and uh, it's not like I don't like Fleetwood Mac. It's just I still don't think it qualifies. That Remember this intention? Oh, and Andy said yeah. that Joan Jett, he he believed, did not qualify as a female front. I guess it was, a, it was a very controversial so, episode last week. But one, one thing that did surface was this amazing track by Hart. <laughs> all right, all right. You can't get enough of that. I can't. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> so Vicky pointed out that that video is actually definitely worth watching and i haven't i need to go and watch oh, it oh it is incredible Apparently it's about like paternity something about a paternity issue and uh i i guess i need to watch that well yeah if all you want to do is make love it may result in a paternity <laughs> issue paternity suit maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, so, that's so, when we need to call harrison the lawyer yeah uh so and then of course you know Her todd i wanted to comment on something real quick too i i gave your uh <laughs> Your Kishibashi, you listen uh, this week because we, I like we we always you know we try to turn each other on to new music and stuff. Yeah, it's and like I, an exchange. Yeah, it exchange is an exchange. Of musical ideas. Yeah, I, I, you're you're. I'm not gonna blame you because your description was right on on Kishibashi. Okay, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for all right. Me. That's, that's all. fair. Yeah, yeah, but you. I like them a lot. I yeah. think they're. I yeah. think uh, you know. I th I think a lot of people listeners but, would enjoy them. But, but you are you are talking to a guy today who found himself listening to Aloe Black's uh, top tracks today on Spotify. So don't oh, ask. Sometimes, nice. I get, yeah. Anyway, I uh, actually did. I I did get the man stuck in my head last weekend, yeah. and 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 did listen to it a lot. Though I was on a road trip and we were stuck with terrestrial radio, so uh, we heard a lot of a lot of that. Was it a Beats commercial or was it actually the song? It was actually the song. Oh, the song, yeah. the man. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you guys went out and saw churches this week. How was that? It was good. It was a you know um, your typical first to, you know first big tour after your single album show it was a tight but hour and fifteen yeah. minutes short set but but there but it was tight like it, yeah. it more or less it flowed you know, nicely more or less just straight from the album but uh, it was really good they were they were good they were yeah good she she sounds great I think she yeah. really like I I say she because I actually don't remember I don't know her name exactly but 
um, no, she sounded great, and they put on a good show. It was a yeah. packed house. They did two sold out shows actually here in DC. Cool. So cool. I, I recommend them. I recommend them to anyone I want, who's. I'm gonna back it up. Chance. I'm gonna back it up a minute. I defend my aloe black. Uh, Thing, by the way, I'm not. I don't want to make fun of myself for listening to Al. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. No, you do. You hey. listen to what you need to listen to. You do. You do. You you yeah. listen to what you hey. need to listen to to get you through the day. That's right. Hey, we've done our pop episode. And I think we all. You know, there's no shame. Dad, here. Dad, if your wife what? needs to listen to Hearts, all I want to do is make love to you over and over. <laughs> don't complain if that's what she needs to listen to to get herself through the day. You know. Don't she, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she's been listening to it by choice, <laughs> but she knows the song better than I would have expected. So. <laughs> I'll say that. And the video, apparently. So, nice. uh, so email us, twistedlister69gmail.com. Of course, leave a comment on, on iTunes. Tell iTunes, tell the iTunes community that you love the podcast. Rate us, rank us, do all that, and uh, follow us on SoundCloud. So do that, and thanks for listening. And, and without any further ado, unless you guys got something else, let's, let's, you know, let's get into the list and talk a little bit about New Orleans Jazz Fest and, and what, kinda, what got us to, to do this list, of course, as we get into our list of the the top five New Orleans artists. Uh, New Orleans Jazz Fest taking place this week. I've been there three times. Uh, you know, between the three of us, I think we've hit pretty much every major festival with the exception of Glastonbury. I think is that is that correct? Uh, probably right. Big Day Out would be the other big one yeah. I'd want to get to in my lifetime. Yeah, that would be great. But you got to get all the way to. That's Australia. not a, and that's not a, yeah. that is a traveling festival, so it's a little yeah. different. So, it's all different. You're right. Yeah, a little different. I think we've been we've been to all the, we've been to a lot of the big. Wait, ones. Scott, have you been to ACL? I can't remember. I uh, have not. To, have not. Okay. Uh, been to that's South one Southwest, that we have. But not ACL. I guess that's one. Okay. But that's a that's second. Tier. You know, but the, we've covered a lot. I think the big yeah. the the top tier is is Bonnaroo, Glastonbury in no particular order. Coachella, uh, Bonnaroo, Glastonbury, yeah. Coachella, Lala, and New Orleans Jazz Fest. Am I leaving anything out? I think those are that's like the top tier. Then I think you go. Yeah, I think yeah, ACL yeah, is pretty yeah. close. Yeah. I don't know. ACL is. Yeah, but, you know, it's probably up there. But I, yeah, I well, ACL and Outside Lands it. are like the next, the next step. I think they're the next rung down. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Anyway, you know, and I've been three times. I recommend it for anybody who's a music fan. I don't care what kind of music you love, but it's just an amazing festival and an amazing time to be in New Orleans. It's this amazing mix of music and food and all that. And Todd, you're gonna have a great time down there. Man. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I can't say yet what it's like, but it seems like the city comes together around rallies around it, and uh, and it seems like there's also such an eclectic mix yeah. of, of different types of music, which you don't find at obviously these more rock oriented festivals. Yeah. This has some of you know, a lot more variety and a and a lot more hometown representation and of course New Orleans, you know, is one of the music capitals capitals of the country, if not and the world. Music cavities so. too. I yeah, guess. and the story. Yeah. This, I like what you said how the city rallies behind, around it, uh, because yeah. I think you know a lot of major events take place in cities, and a lot of locals, you know, kind of look the other way or, or want to get out of town during it or don't take part in it. What's cool about Jazz Fest is you have two separate, uh, not two separate Jazz Fest, but you have Jazz Fest going on for the locals. You got Jazz Fest going on for people from around the world. Everybody's hanging out with everybody. Uh, the the local, you know. The, the local feel is amazing, the local parties that are going on, and you're right, man, and, and check out, I, I gotta you know, give a shout out to, to a radio station like WWOZ, which does an incredible job covering New Orleans Jazz Fest, and you'll see them all around at J- 
Jazz Fest, uh, and you'll see all the you know all the local restaurants. You walk in any local restaurant, any local bar, of course, obviously packed the entire week. With like I said, it's not only it's not only tourists from around the world, but locals as well. It's it's such a neat man. It's it's awesome. And Harrison, you got to get your ass down there too, man. It's I know. I've, I've never I've never been to New Orleans. Period. Uh, oh man. Yes. And Todd, I'll be I'll be living vicariously through you this weekend. Yeah, uh, I I've been told that. As Scott knows, I guess, but like I've been told, it's just a great vibe. Like people are, people are very friendly, and that yep. goes hand in hand with the whole like rallying around it. But like I, I have a coworker who's from Louisiana, and she's like so excited that I'm going. She's not well, even going, but she's like, "You're gonna love it. It's amazing. Like I love. You know, it's cool. It's what, just it's a point of pride, I think. For what is your people what, from? What Louisiana. is your what is your restaurant list look like going into the week? Uh, do you have a yeah, restaurant? No, you would recommend a Giacomo's. Jo- yeah, Giacomo's and, is my favorite restaurant ever. So yeah. Giacomo's. I heard um, Popeyes. Popeyes <laughs> is pretty good. I've, I hear good things about that place. Yeah, I hear you yeah. can get it uh, with. I Cajun mean, if you're spices. close to the source, if you're close to the Cajun spices, it's supposed to be better. <laughs> it tastes better there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we have to go to Cafe Du Monde. I'm told for beignets. And, yeah, you know, Cafe Du Monde. Cafe Du Monde is fine. You think that's overrated? It's. it's I, I just look if you're there for a small amount of time and you got New Orleans Jazz Fest going on, yeah. I I the walk the schlep to Cafe Du Monde the wait in line. Oh, is it? You're is better, it kind of you're better out, off out of staying out. Well, first of all, Todd, I know I know you have issues staying awake sometimes, even when the music's yeah, really true. loud. True. But that's why what, I need coffee. What's great Cafe is Dumont. here's what I recommend you doing. You should go to Tiptina's and you can oh, sleep. You can sleep yes. standing up there, and basically you'll get your entire night's sleep because they'll be open until seven, eight in the morning. So you'll just sleep there, and then when the time you wake up, it'll be closing time. And Plus, talk, how how discerning is your beignet palate right now? I mean, do you think you can tell one New Orleans beignet from another? <laughs> exactly. Probably, I, maybe not. Probably not. Okay. But Cafe Du Monde is supposed to be one of those quintessential no, I don't New Orleans experiences. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. You, no, no, no. But, Cafe Du Monde is is fine. Just don't make sure you don't. I don't take too much time doing the Cafe du Monde thing. I don't think that will take too long. I'm told Commander's Palace is like a you know, must-see, must-eat at, but yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how hard all these are going to be to get into. With very Jazz hard. Fest. Very hard, but it so. won't be like – it'll be very different than South by. You'll be fine. So uh, yeah. you're going to have a great time, man. It's it's awesome. I'm excited. It's awesome. Well, so let's let's start uh, let's start counting them down, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Harrison? All right, top five New Orleans artists. Again, I go from a, uh, a, you know, never having been to New Orleans, so I feel a little stunted in this, but I'll do my best here. I'm going to start number five with a funk band, actually, The Meters. Um, and actually, Scott, if you could play a little bit of Sissy Strut there, just give the, the vibe that these guys had. These uh, They're popular back in the 70s. They became kind of like a, uh, they were like a house band or a session band, uh, sat in with a lot of people. Um yeah, that's a good choice. I, I, I the meters yeah. were on my short list. I get, I, I definitely, you know, would give them an honorable mention at least. I mean, they're they're one of the quintessential yeah. New Orleans acts. So. They, they actually they they recorded with uh, back in the day. They recorded with Paul McCartney and Robert Palmer. Um, that's cool. I, I just want to hear a little that. bit. I want to hear a little bit of it you because know, it gives you the, they got this vibe. You know, once you hear it, it's like yeah, yeah you know, yeah. for some reason I'm having some technical uh, troubles. <laughs> Of course. It seems to be the theme of the show, but stand by. Well, Harris, why don't you keep counting down the list? And, and I'll we'll, go down the list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Why don't you keep going we'll down go the list? We'll go back to the meters because they're, yeah, they're – Yeah, let's they're, get back to the meters. The meters are like, an important – Oh, yeah. I've definitely, heard, I've definitely heard stuff by these yeah, yeah. guys. Meters are important. Yeah. Um, uh, number four I have on my list, uh, the guy I feel has been carrying the torch for the last you know, 35 years is Wynton Marsalis. Yeah. He's really kind of a classical – you know, classic jazz uh, jazz player. 
um, really pulls from his, you know, pulls deep. He's spread it. He's kept kept the I think the jazz format popular for the last thirty years. Yeah, no, I agree. He's it's on my list. It's on my my list, and yeah, so he's, I well. mean, it's hard. It's hard not to include Wynton Marsalis, I think, because he's he like you said, he's like he's a, a standard torchbearer. He's a torchbearer torch for yeah, jazz, yeah. of like you said, of of really the last thirty thirty five years. I mean, he is he has been kind of like the preeminent jazz, I think, uh, jazz player and and very talented trumpet player. So anyway, go ahead. All right, well, we'll keep going here. It's uh, dead silence here. Uh, number three. No, we're yeah. not dead silence. We can go back. Let's, let's go back. <laughs> no, to I'm, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. No, we're not, I'm not there's, arguing there's with no, you. No, no, I know and you're there's, arguing. There's no room for silence when you're talking about New Orleans. You wanted to talk well, Sissy Strut. I think we had a lot of conflict last week, but this week, we I mean, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, no, there's a lot of No, I'm just saying, not, no, no, I wasn't saying dead silence. It's just like, this. we need a little backing music. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Sissy Strut. So this is going back to the meters here. That's like every go. 70s porn you've ever stolen from your dad's closet right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they'd be happy to hear you. That's why people go to New Orleans Jazz Fest every year. That's to hear right, 70s yeah. porn music. Hi, I'm Listen to that crew. Finkelstein. Listen to that crew. Yeah. All right. You want more of it, Harrison? <laughs> more of it? That's good. Oh, All yeah. Right. I'll just keep it under you. Go ahead, Harrison. Keep your countdown going. Yeah. All right. Let's well, go. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can keep up a little from number three, a little Doctor John, a little right place from. Hey, oh yeah. All right. All right. Number three, Doctor John. I think you know, it's kind of uh, a Zydeco, uh, Zydeco king, you could say. Um, just down and dirty. Uh, you know, New Orleans blues, jazz fusion. Just oh, beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah, man. I got. Uh, he's on my list. He's on my list too. But. It, Fun, funny thing I noticed when I was looking at the Jazz Fest map, I downloaded the Jazz Fest app, of course. Of course. I, I was looking at the map of the, the whole area where the festival occurs, and there's a vendor uh, There's a vendor at the Jazz Fest that's called The Right Place. And I was like, really? that's that's perfect. Here we go. Nice. There has to be a Dr. John homage. That's how important he is to the world. in the right place, but it must have been the wrong time. I just did the right thing. Todd, if this show isn't getting you pumped up for your trip, man. It is. It is, man. It is in a bad place. And I wonder what's good for. If this song doesn't get you going, I you know, I don't know. Yeah. You might have to get your pulse checked. And Dr. Dr. John played at the Jerry Garcia tribute show back in the day when they had that big yeah, stadium tribute. So special place in my heart for that one. Um number two on my list, uh the King of Rhythm and Blues. Fats Domino. Yep. Um, you know, Blueberry Hill, I think, being the classic. This is kind of this you know, syncopated jazz and uh, adding a kind of a, a progressive beat to jazz was his big contribution. Uh, so he can't be denied. Um, and that yeah, leaves me he's, with, he's a legend. Absolute legend. Uh, that leaves me with my number one. I think this is kind of obvious. Uh, somebody who's just com- completely mastered his genre, who had it in control. Um, and just when you think of New Orleans music, you think of him. It's Master P. <laughs> and the Nolan Army. Nolan Soldiers. Fresh Beats. Every time. No, I'm just Master P. Oh, Master man. P. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's right. I make said, him say, uh. Make him say, uh. I thought you were going to say Juvenile, man. Oh, no, no, no. Juvenile. Come on. Oh, 
That's right. The Hot Boys, right? Or Cash Money? Cash Money. Cash, cash money. money. Cash Money. Cash Money, no yeah. limit. Yeah. Yeah, Cash Money. Give it. Give us your real number one. Real yeah. number one. Yeah. Louis Armstrong. Yeah. That's, I, that's, I think that's uh, yeah. Satchmo. Hey, it's hard you, to hard you to beat. You can't even fly into the city without seeing yeah. him because the airport's named after him. So I'll be yeah. seeing that tomorrow. Todd, I like uh, but, I like the juvenile mention because he didn't make anyone <laughs> he didn't make anyone's lists and uh, back that ass up. Yeah, and the he didn't. Thing he, is, he didn't make anyone's what? '90s hip hop lists either a no. few weeks back. Yeah. Look, I he <sighs> was I I I'm not gonna say he was on my list really, but he was in the mix. Like I looked at juvenile, and was like, oh yeah, yeah, juvenile. He's from New Orleans. Well, I never but, liked speaking it, but I never really liked, I liked the, the Cash Money, liked Dirty that. South stuff. I, I, I didn't a lot of that. No, it was like. bad. It was just bad. It was it was in the, <laughs> it, it was the first stuff to come out in the in the post sampling era, and they were really it, key on not sampling, and you can tell because it, it's all terrible beats. And do you remember the branding? The branding with like the the logos <sighs> were. Oh, I like it. I'm the not grills. the only one where we get to hear the poor. That's good. Like oh it. man! All right, Harrison. <laughs> recap, recap your list. Uh, your list for us, man. Your All right. Five. So number five, list. we have the funk band, the Meters. Number four, Wynton Marcellus. Number three, Doctor John. Number two is Fats Domino. Number one, uh, Louis Armstrong. Slash Master. Good. I like it, man. I yeah. got. Uh, That's a tr- got you went a with a lot. You went with a lot. Of, lot of tradition there. A lot of tradition, tradition in that list. All right. Well, New Orleans, you know, it's built on. It's, it's, it's built, it's on, built on that. No, like I said, I have a hard tradition. time. Now we're gonna hear some other bands and other people's lists, you know, um, you know, more modern, more rock and roll. And I just thought that, um, you know, it's, it was hard to crack um, from that list. Even the the meters was hard for me to put on there. But uh, I think that they are such a big backbone for what came in uh, funk after them that they had to be mentioned. So, well, I think the cool thing about one of the cool things about New Orleans music is like is that most most of the artists are very. Um, I think they give a lot of credit to what came before them, and I feel like I feel like that's part yes. of the scene is that you you got to give credit to you know the, your forefathers in that scene, and I think that's it's a cool thing. There's like a clear lineage, and people look back and and they appreciate the heritage of the music there, and I feel more so than probably any other city I can think of. Um, so people and and it was interesting because when I was compiling my list, I noticed how many of these artists covered artists that came before and uh, and of course Louis Armstrong you know is like the towering figure there but there's other ones too um, not all of whom made my list but I, I tried to consider as much as possible so anyway number five I do have some overlap with Harrison here number five I do have Wynton Marsalis I, I, uh, I had to put him on there because as we said just a I mean a really kept the the jazz flame going I think for the last well, most of our lifetimes, um, but and I think in a lot of ways he's kind of the heir, the musical heir to that, partly the Louis Armstrong legacy of jazz in New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, and partly I would say Miles Davis, who's not New Orleans, New Orleans yeah. artist, but but carried on that legacy as well, yeah. um, and brought jazz to you know I'd say to a, a much larger audience in, throughout the last several you know 80s, 90s, into the 2000s. Um, he's probably, I think he's the most famous jazz musician of the last 30 years. Um, so anyway, I, one album that I discovered, which is kind of cool, and again, this crossover, crosses over into country rock a little bit, but uh, I didn't know about this album called Here We Go Again that Wynton Marsalis did with, um, of, of Ray Charles' songs with Willie Nelson. Um, I think it's, it's, it's got oh, some yeah, really I, good stuff really? on it. Really? 
Wow. It's with Willie Nelson, and it actually features Nora Jones on a couple songs. That's cool. I but saw. I, I listened. I listened to a track off that it, when I was yeah. doing my research. It was good stuff. Is that a Willie um, Nelson album, or is that a Wynton Marcellus album? Um, I'm not, I think it's, I it's co-built. I think it's co-built. Yeah, okay. I think it is co-built. Cool. Check and it out. Nora Jones is kind of the like so you know under yeah. so. Well, that's um, a perfect spot for her. The cross between country and jazz. I mean, she's done yeah. both of them. So uh, it's it's got some really cool stuff on it. Willie Nelson and Wynton Marcellus. And and Wynton Marcellus actually, it's funny because. I was reading a little about him and his history, but it's interesting because he, um, I knew that he played with Sting's band back in the 80s. When Sting went solo, Sting recruited him to play in his band, and so he did some cool stuff. I mean, obviously, it's not what, you know, which if you're looking to listen to Wynton Marsalis, you don't listen to Sting, but it was a cool way to feature him. Um, yeah. and, and I think, you know, a way for Wynton Marsalis to branch out into different, some different areas. And that's the cool thing about him is I think he's a, looking back at, he's got a ton of albums, ton of, you know, you want to listen to Wynton Marsalis, there's <laughs> there's probably like 20 or 30 albums you could listen to. Um, but but he does try to, he covers, like, he, he does some classical stuff, jazz, blues, he's done rock. I mean, he's, he's been everywhere. So. Yeah, that, that anyway, Willie Nelson. A lot of respect. Willie Nelson, Wynton Marsalis album called Come Rain or Come Shine with Nora Jones. So if anybody oh, is that what it's called? That I thought it was Here We Go Again. Oh, I'm sorry. Here We Go Again. I'm sorry. One yeah. of the tracks. Yeah, yeah Here We that's Go Again. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the tracks was um, with New York Jones. So anyway, that's definitely worth checking out, or, or a lot of, a lot of his material. Anyway, moving on, number four, I, do have, I have Dr. John. Harrison talked about him. He, he is a, a New Orleans legend, a rock, blues, R&B blend that uh, is very much, you know, the Cajun, it's a deco sound that you talked about. I actually love... One thing that got me more into Dr. John in the last couple of years was the Lockdown album, which Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys produced, oh. um, which came out in 2012. And uh, that I got I got into that, and it was probably the, I mean I always knew right place wrong time, but um, but it got me more into his stuff, and and I think it was a perfect common, perfect combination. I mean it's not not that much of a stretch. You think about the Black Keys. That sound is not that far off from what Dr. John does, so I yeah. thought that that was a good way to kind of revitalize his sound. But th that, if you're looking as a, a, a way to get into Dr. John and you haven't listened to him much, check out the Locked Down album. I love that. So he's number four on my list. I don't think most people in New Orleans would argue with me on having Dr. John on there. Um, but uh, and then number three, I got I do have Trombone Shorty. Um, I wanted to include a younger artist on here because I am I have mostly older artists. Um, and Trombone Shorty, I think, is the best young artist to come out of New Orleans in a long time. Uh, hes I haven't seen him live, but by all, by all accounts, an excellent live performer. He is playing a jazz fest. Um, well, let's talk. on Sunday night. Yeah, and, gonna, uh, that's, no, that, go ahead. There's something, I mean, there's something to talk about there. It's interesting. You know, He's got the closing Sunday night spot. That spot belonged to the Neville Brothers for a long time. And oh, really? just beginning... Within the last two to three years, I want to say, I think it's as recently as two years ago, actually two years ago, Trombone Shorty, maybe last year, uh, Trombone Shorty took over that spot. And that's a real coveted, you know, that, that's a coveted local spot, obviously, because I believe Arcade Fire, for example, is the second to last performer 
on Sunday as opposed to being the closing performer, which normally, obviously, the headliner, they would be considered the headliner. But that Sunday yeah. slot is is always given on that main stage, is always was given to the Neville Brothers for a long time, and now Trumbo and Shorty's got it, and well-deserved, man. Don't miss that show. It's it's really good. And yeah, You've yeah. seen him live, right? Yeah, several mm-hmm. times. I've seen him at Jazz okay. Fest. I've seen him okay. uh, in other places, too. Uh, and, and he's also an artist. You know what's always cool when you see an artist for the first time uh, in one place, and then you see them on bigger and bigger stages, and he gets better and better each time, which is really cool, you know, as yeah. opposed to the show getting boring or stale or anything like that. The guy gets better and better, and, yeah, he's remarkable. So definitely yeah. check that out. And so what's interesting is Sunday night, which is so the final night of Jazz Fest, uh, he, you're right, he is on in that headlining slot, but uh, on at the same time, and Arcade Fire is on er, before that, but also on in the headlining slot is John Fogarty. So that's um, that's the one thing that's always difficult at festivals. You have those dilemmas where you're like John Fogarty, Trombone Shorty. There's, uh, there's a lot of trombone, good work things happening at trom- the same time. Trom- trombone Shorty. Trombone Shorty. Well, everyone has to make their choices, but like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to help you from making a, a poor one. Go uh, see Trumbo Shorty. I, John Fogarty is going to leave you just sad and just. I'm with. I'll, here's my. All right, I'll say. I, having been somebody, someone who has seen both artists within the past year, uh, or year and a half or so, I will say the Fogarty yeah. show is very good. I get Todd I, Harrison. I already gave Todd the advice on this. I said, Todd, okay. go to Fogarty. He did for four four songs or so. You'll hear hits. It's nonstop hits. So yeah. you'll you'll hear four hits, five hits, and then make your way to Trombone Shorty because the the as that the the end of that Trombone Shorty set is going to be phenomenal. It's the it's the yeah. exclamation point on Jazz Fest, Todd. Just saying. No, I, I hear you. The, the what I was told though is it's very hard to like pivot between stages, the two main stages, because they're at opposite ends of the whole. Right, that's what I'm saying. Stay, see, only so see, stay with Fogarty for songs. a few, few tracks. Yeah. yeah, just a few cuts. It's we'll gonna see. Be... I'm going to see how Fogarty is. If Fogarty's great, I'll stay there. If he's not, then I'll leave. Todd, You're going to get sucked into the hits, Todd. You're going to get sucked into the hits. I'm look, t- my he's feeling good. is look, Dude, Fogarty's John Fogarty good. is going to die a lot sooner than Trombone Shorty. So <laughs> I, I will have other chances to see Trombone Shorty. I won't probably with Fogarty. I, but what are you? But in what New are you Orleans, really though, gonna miss? Short, right? What? Yeah. And what? Oh, this so you're is, gonna miss this is, hey, this, I look. love it. This is why we do this show. This is great. This is what I grew happens up when we hang out. To John Fogarty. We, we man. all did. I've, I've been listening to him my whole we life. We all did. We all did. He's in the music. We are not. The music is amazing. I listened to CCR earlier this week. The music is incredible. But Todd, you Nobody's only, you, you, you only time, need a few. I'm, you only need a few songs. I'm telling yeah. you, man. Walk and away. Maybe I do. Walk maybe away. I do. Well, it's like I, just, you know what, will, after that, you're gonna be like, "Wow, I heard it." Because he's not gonna do anything I'll inventive. But Trombone Shorty plays. He's gonna suddenly pull out some new interpretation. No, I know. Trombone Shorty that you would have never expected. Trombone Shorty plays three nights in DC in December. He'll probably do that. Yeah. Every year, or, John Fogarty is probably going to die next year. <laughs> that's that's messed yeah. up. You're, that's messed up, Todd. That's that's. Uh, Dude, yeah. you've got to be realistic. First of all, like, if the guy it, is not going to be around, you know you what? Take no, advantage of the it. classic rockers who have lived this long: John Fogarty, Keith Richards, Mick Jagger, <laughs> etc., Bob Dylan. They're not fucking dying ever. Okay, if they've been, if they, they're they're <laughs> immortal. No, they're immortal. There's no way, right, Harrison? I mean, if they've lived through this. 
They're, no, they're, 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 they're good. They're, they're good. They're, well, they're, Tell George Harrison. Well, he got stabbed. I mean, like that no, was, that was how he died, though. What? Wait, I know. Wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just took it. But somebody stole his life force when they did that. Some oh. other guys. And he was younger. He was pre seventy, man. These guys are yeah. all. These are seventy. They've made it to seventy. They're not dying. They're never. They're not gonna die. Like. Dude, anyways, Bob, I Bob I'm not Dylan, fighting Trombone Bob. Shorty. I'm just John Fogarty. I it, to me, just you know, talk, he like, has what, a special what, place. What for are me. you What are you expecting from John Fogarty that you won't be able to tear yourself away from? That's I've like never seen question. him live before. Okay, it'd be one thing if I had. But I I've never seen him live before either. But I know exactly what he sounds like live because I can put on like one of the 80 million live. Outcomes. I can watch Trombone Shorty. He's got a ton of stuff on YouTube. It's the oh, same. that's not the oh, same. No, Todd, it's live not the same. improv jazz is not the same yeah. thing as seeing you know John Fogarty. I'm just gonna. I'll just settle Way this. I'll just. Todd, here a, we'll just get your credence. Yeah. Look, well, I didn't no, no, mean Todd. to start citing Trombone Shorty. I put him at my in number three on my list. So obviously, I, there's respect. Todd, we'll just do so. this for you. You'll be fine. Are you good now? It's gonna sound exactly yes. like. <laughs> now I don't need to see Fogarty. <laughs> All right, moving on to number right. two. I have Galactic. Um, I think Galactic is has good been choice. a great ambassador of New Orleans music to the world. Um, was one of the first probably New Orleans artists that I got really into back in college. Um, but I think they're a perfect blend of you got jazz, funk, rock, hip hop. I mean, it's a great kind of gumbo, and uh, yeah, just incredible live performance. I want to I want to touch on Galactic a little bit. And I, I was surprised if they're not on Scott's list. They're not. They they just barely so. missed my my list. Is I'll I'll explain my list. Scott was my one of the ones that got me into them. Love Galactic, and uh, Galactic does blend a ton of different genres together. Yeah. Obviously, most notably. Uh, jazz being th- their New Orleans roots. They've got a, b- a few guys who are from D.C. and, and were from the D.C. punk scene. So oh, really? there's there's some of that, of course, doesn't really come through in the in the galactic material, but there is that influence. And then the hip-hop, like you talked about, one of my favorite tracks from Galactic is a track called What You Need, which is done with a Bay Area rapper called Lyrics Born. And if you haven't, checked that out. Check that out. But, yeah, Galactic. And they've been doing their thing forever. You know, I, I would it's say... It's been over 20 years. It's amazing. I mean, they're oh, wow. just, you know, as I think about it now, now, they there is a similar career trajectory I think uh, outside of their current notoriety this the next band that I mentioned but a similar career trajectory like the Roots I mean they they they're both bands really played to loyal audiences in clubs forever and ever and ever and still yeah. do with the exception now the Roots of course are on national television every night but there's a, there's definitely a similar trajectory there I mean the Galactic has a extremely loyal following and can sell out a club in pretty much any city or you know or maybe five out of seven nights or three Most. out of five nights no you know? but it's because so, they put on, yeah they put on a, an amazing live show yeah and uh and they and, and going back to that sense of heritage they i feel like galactic it's very strong with them that sense of this we're from new orleans we're a new orleans band and they've featured artists every everyone from like alan toussaint to juvenile to the rebirth brass band like they they feature new orleans artists all the time yeah um so anyway i i I debate like I well I didn't debate including them necessarily but I was like they have to be on there the meters were in the mix too at Harrison Uh, Mm -hmm. Neville Brothers Fats Domino all those uh, Lil Wayne but they didn't to me Galactic having seen them live I guess is what maybe puts them above all those others and then number one Louis Armstrong you know we've we've covered that some but uh, I learned a lot about Louis Armstrong this week actually which was fun uh, but he is—he's such a jazz pioneer and a towering figure in jazz and pop music of the 20th century. He's really one of the 
if you're gonna have like a Mount Rushmore of jazz and pop, he's he's on there. Right next to um, next to John Fogerty, obviously. Yeah, right up there. Well, if you're gonna have a classic rock, <laughs> yeah, Mount I, I like Fogerty. We're giving Fogarty? it a bad rap. Yeah, I like. Fogarty. I mean, I yeah. I can't talk smack about Fogerty, man. Springsteen inducted him to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's an amazing speech. If you oh, seen Harrison, that. we got the truth now. We got See, there. We, we go. Got, now we yeah, know why. Yeah, we got the truth. Hey, the, the hands, and, the hands and, that touch. And by the way, guess who's headlining Saturday night? Oh, Springsteen. Yes, yeah, and they've, they've allowed almost a three-hour set, which is awesome. Do not, Todd. Uh, so yeah, I told you, I gave you. Are you, you going to tell me I should skip him so I can see uh, <laughs> Foster the People because they're playing at the same time? They're, right. they're much younger. Oh, I should just fan. skip this and see Foster the People. How many? Fans? That's what Vicky was saying tonight. She's like, "Well, Foster the People is really oh, good." Oh no, she didn't. Oh, oh my god. No, she didn't say skip Bruce, but oh. she was like, "I really want to see them. It's too bad we're going to miss them." Oh, and I'm man. like, and you're, you're not missing. Wrong. I don't think you're missing much. You're, you're I mean, like, you're like, I don't think we'll be missing it. Will we? Yeah. 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 Well, other... I was talking to someone today who said they skipped Clapton to see Vampire Weekend, which was interesting, mm, and they were is... thrilled by Vampire Weekend. And I was like, yeah, that's... Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But mm, that's, that's an and eight... I love Vampire Weekend. Yeah. I've talked about it on the show a lot, but I would totally see Clapton over Vampire Weekend because. We know, Todd, the closer they are to death, the higher they are on your list. Look, someone could, yeah, but if someone's going to die next year and I'm not into them, then Jesus. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, if B.B. King was playing at the same time as, as Bruce Springsteen, what would you do? Oh, I would see Bruce. Come on. You would see Bruce. <laughs> You know how many times I've had the opportunity to see B.B. King? I don't even know how he's still alive. Oh, my God. What? If ever no one can, if anyone hasn't seen BB King, it's because of their own neglect. He's toured constantly. For the I last, haven't. Like, I have not seen him. I haven't seen him. I've avoided. Right, yeah, but you, it's yeah. not like you haven't had a chance. He's been. Where? He's been touring constantly. Harrison, I don't remember chances. When? I, because you, you're not looking for him. <laughs> yeah. But why? No, I'm not saying you did see him. I'm saying. Or when I'm saying that everyone has had an opportunity because he's toured constantly. You've had opportunities so. to see John Fogerty. All right. You know what? I, 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 John Fogarty doesn't tour like Fish does, or like oh, or like BB King. BB <laughs> King tours all the time. Oh man, Bruce Hornsby, he comes around every summer, and I haven't seen him, which is stupid. So I'm hoping to finally see him this summer. I've seen him, but I don't oh, have a good God, excuse I, for yeah, not seeing geez. Hornsby. <laughs> what? Yeah, I hope the Rolling Stones aren't playing the same night. Crazy. The Stones well, anyway, I can't gonna... afford, man. I tried to buy tickets last time. I was it's like five hundred dollars gonna... a ticket. Insane. I... I was going to give you advice on the Bruce Springsteen thing, okay? And I wasn't going to tell you yeah. to go see Foster the People, okay? I was going to tell you. Oh, okay. What I was going to say is it gets very crowded. It will be, it is going to be a crazy scene there for Bruce Springsteen. What I would recommend sure. is... Sure, and it probably was for Clapton. Go early. Go see Voices of Wetlands All-Stars, which are incredible, and stay and get your spot and do not move. That's what I was going to say. So and I'm told you need to stake out a spot early. Yeah, get a spot. But I do move. plan on seeing Better Than Ezra earlier that day. So. Yeah, you got to no. see Better Dude. You gotta see better than Ezra. There's nothing like seeing. I'm gonna, there's nothing like seeing better than Ezra. I'm trying to give you a segue at here, New dude. Orleans Seriously. Jazz Fest. There's nothing better, and it's that simple. Uh, if if there's a if anybody any if anybody is still doubting whether they should go to New Orleans Jazz Fest, just get the <laughs> ticket to stand in the middle just of a fucking go. field while better than Ezra is playing in their hometown because life doesn't nice. get any better than that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow, listen to yeah, that better than Ezra right. endorsement. Wow. I don't think you'll yeah. ever hear yeah. <laughs> a stronger endorsement of better uh, than Ezra. So, uh, here, uh, Todd, you, Scott, you, it's all yours. Well, yeah, why don't you, oh, Todd, yeah, you, you, you recap? 
Yeah, Louis Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah. Louis and John Fogarty. Uh, he's, yeah, so, John Fogarty, yeah. So, Wynton Marzellus, Dr. John, Trombone Shorty, Galactic, Louis Armstrong. We got a good list going here. All right, so mine, I took, a, I took an interesting approach. I really, I always take an approach. It's always artists that mean a lot to me, right, as opposed to artists from a historical perspective. Then I try to mix in a little bit of a, bit of a historical perspective. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to preface my list by saying, I put it together by uh, naming artists that meant a lot to me. And then as I got to the top of the list, I said, all right, I think I need... There's there's one guy that obviously trumps everything as far as historical perspective. So I'll give, give you my number one. Trump. Yeah. No, no, doesn't. Pun intended. Pun intended. Yeah, tr- yeah, that's Pun right. Intended? Yeah, try. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Louis Armstrong's my number one. So there you go. So that gets the All historical right. thing. We have out a consensus of number consensus one. Consensus number one. That's that's obvious. You make the history books, you're in. Okay. Louis Armstrong's number one. Now, going back to the beginning of my list. Number five. At number five. <laughs> is a band that has been touring nonstop for the better part of the last 20 years. I've had an opportunity to see them at least 20 times probably because, as Todd says, if you've missed this band, then you, you have no been, excuse. You have no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> so that band is Cowboy Mouth, okay? And that that is the band. And it's a great show, and it still is a great show. It's the same damn show. And the guy, the, 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 it, it's amazing. I mean, it's it's a great show, and that's all I'm going to say. That's my number they, five. I mean, yeah. no, I, I I absolutely agree with this, this pick. I Thank mean, you. they probably should have been on my list. Wow. I've seen Cowboy Mouth numerous times, and they play the shit out of every fucking show. You know, if you see it, the lead singer is also the the, the um, drummer. Drummer. He looks like uh, Jim Cal- or, um, John Elway's retarded older brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> slightly retarded. Wow. Slightly retarded. <laughs> uh, but they put on a great show. If you if you don't like Southern Comfort, you will by the end of it. Yeah. And, uh, Janie yeah. says one of the great. Great tracks in the nineties. Yes. yes. So Cowboy Mouth is my number five. Okay. <laughs> number four is better than Ezra. Because better like I Ezra said, is. I've already said that there's nothing better. There's nothing better, not only seeing a better than Ezra show at New Orleans Jazz Fest, but when King of New Orleans kicks in. Oh my god. It's amazing. You under, you have this you just have this this grasp, this feel, this understanding of the amazing song that is King of New Orleans. I'm desperately wanting to hear some King of New Orleans right now. Desperate. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good um, because uh, that would be good, wouldn't yeah, it? That would be that. Would... Well, that would be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many better than Ezra uh, puns can we yeah. get? But there's nothing like listening to better than Ezra this time of year, is there? Oh, there we go. Got an angel on the stairs. Yeah, you know it. You know how the rest goes. Uh, better than Ezra. They also have a special. I could go on about Better Than Ezra. I think this time of year is a great song. They they wrote one of the one of my favorite. I, there's a song called Misunderstood that I really like by Better Than Ezra. It speaks to me. Uh, anyway, Better Than Ezra number four on my list. Oh, I was gonna mention that. Yeah. How does your garden grow? Which I think was their third major label album. Yeah. Which I mentioned to you guys this week, but that that was my favorite Better Than Ezra album, uh, <laughs> and it's worth checking out. It's funny because I think it has a Radiohead influence, and it came out in the late '90s. When Radiohead was interesting, yeah, interesting. It's, it's interesting. Um, but it's a it's a great album. I, yeah. So I recommend checking it out. It flopped commercially, and, but 
it's it's really good. And I recommend having seen them live twice over the past five years or so. Uh, I, I If you have a chance, seriously, they can still deliver. They're obviously oftentimes on the free county fair circuit right now. Uh, and definitely, <laughs> and, and if you have any doubts and you're like, is this going to be like the Rusted Root show I went to a year ago? It's not. It's going to be good. So go check it out uh anyway oh man disparaging uh, one of your favorites there you well, I've, I've seen rusted root on the free county fair circuit yes. too that's not a harrison and i have seen them on the i can't the, believe on the free county free yeah. circuit yeah. More, more or less how are they still getting booked yeah. can somebody how, how five thousand dollars a show man it, cash it, paid but it's they yeah. well no, no no they pay them they pay the 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 festival to play actually yeah i think yeah pay to play <laughs> yeah. Um, they actually sell bootlegs of their own show that's how they get by and so, they sell burritos in the parking lot they that's do how they get. <laughs> they run, shake down street they run. Run, shake down street yeah yeah <laughs> that's true all right so better than Ezra for uh Lil wayne at number three he's a new orleans artist he's a new orleans artist he, he doesn't talk a lot about being prolific grew up in new orleans and he's number three Number two on my list is Trumbo and Shorty, and number one, as I said, Louis Armstrong. So that's the list. Right. So the final, the final list, I think, will have a historical perspective, uh, several overlaps, uh, Louis Armstrong being the clear consensus number one, it would appear. It would appear that uh, I would think that Wynton Marsalis, Dr. John, Trombone, Shorty, Shorty all should are be on all there. on there. So that, that's – is that it? Wait, uh, Louis Armstrong. And we got one more spot. Well, that's four. That's okay. four. So um, I, I am gonna, I am gonna put in a vote for Fats Domino here. I think he That's... can't be overlooked. Right. I know that he's, he's a singleton on my list, but I put in a vote for a Galactic. I know Scott is a Galactic fan as well. Okay, but um, that I would could be vote for a Galactic, but I, you know, Fats is and and look and Fats, is, you know, it's hard to it's hard to argue against Fats because he's he's a huge. Since since uh, I'll get no New Orleans artist, I mean, yeah, various, I could also vote for Cowboy Mouth. Oh yes, okay, Harrison, uh, <laughs> you want? Uh, I, owe you, I owe you from last week for Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Cowboy, I love this. So this Scott, is what I love about this show. What other? You're, you're trying to get in one of your '90s yeah. washed-up rock bands. <laughs> That's fine. You gotta love this show. Where else do you get Louis Armstrong, Cowboy Mouth on the same list? Uh, yeah, Louis, so, so 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 let's let's, let's leave that five slot open. We'll come back to it. Yeah, Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong and Cowboy Mouth. Louis, All right. point. Louis Armstrong at one, That's obviously. Laughable. Laughable. You, can't go, you, can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't get. You can't go Cowboy to Mouth. And, and laughable. Is, uh, <laughs> laughable <laughs> is a Cowboy Mouth. Song. Yeah, you can't go Louis to Mouth. I guess you can't go Louis to Mouth. Louis Louis Armstrong at <laughs> number one. Uh, and then at number two, what else was on uh, multiple list? Trumbo and Shorty win Marcellus would be two, right? Win Marcellus. I can, get, I can give Trumbo Shorty number two. I think right. he, uh, we could put Trumbo and right. Shorty number two. Maybe Doctor John three, Win Marcellus four. What do you think? That that yeah. works for me. Yeah, yeah, that that works. And then at number five, uh, Harrison, wouldn't you agree, Cowboy Mouth? Clearly? Yeah, I'll give it to I, I would put better than Ezra above Calvin. I don't know. Dad, you're still I, I could also vote for better than Ezra. I could vote for both. If we're going to go between Let's those put, two, we, I want to, you know what? I want I think better than Ezra is a No, I'll give it to better. I'll give it to better than enduring Ezra. If we want like a consensus number we five, one of those, I'll go better than yeah, Ezra. Yeah, I want one of those. Fine. One of those two deserves right. to make it. All right, better because, than Ezra. Todd, are you okay with that? the Scott appeasement plan. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? If we don't do this, he shuts the whole thing down. He's just going to get two other hosts. It's going to be. Two random guys yeah. he went to college with, we've never met. I know. So let's no, go with better than Ezra. No, I'm more comfortable. You know with what? That. Because there aren't two other guys that 
that I know that would be able to talk about Cowboy Mouth and Better Than Ezra for an hour, and the three of us <laughs> could. So Thank I'm you. gonna. I say that I will put Better Than Ezra on the list over Cowboy Mouth, but I just wanted to make sure that one of those two bands make it because every year no, they fair. do play that's Jazz fair. Fest, and they're obviously very connected to New and Orleans. Everyone at WWOZ right now would be laughing. That's right. Sure. Yeah, because of our be lack like, of wait, jazz no, no Professor Longhair. Well, they turned this off hours ago. Lead Belly yeah. and Professor Longhair both. Uh, Professor Longhair, No Neville Brothers. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, so. Didn't make it. Alan Tucson. What Louis Armstrong won, Trombone Shorty at two, Dr. John at three, Whitten Marsalis four, Better Than Ezra five. That's our list. Our favorite. What's clear? It's our favorite. It's, let's make it yes. clear. It's not. You it's, know who hasn't been mentioned this entire time? Me. I just have to say his name so it's said. Yeah. Harry Connick Jr. None of us ever. We didn't even mention Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> is he from New Orleans? He's from New Orleans. Okay. He's, he's you got know a where he is? Do you know where he is, Harrison? He's with the Eurythmics. That's where he is. With the Eurythmics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Getting, getting Probably. To, yeah. Somewhere. In the unmentionable yeah, uh, yeah. Out uh, of... purgatory of the Lister. Yeah, <laughs> so, going uh, and then you know some news news from the week. The weirdest headline ever when Paul Simon and Edie Brickell get arrested. Uh, that was a little bit strange. Uh, not yeah, sure. we should hear, listen to some Gomez for that. A little... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They got themselves arrested. Yeah, get yourself arrested. Uh, Paul Simon, Edie Burkell, of course, getting arrested for a domestic disturbance. They say they're fine. I think in a fight, Edie Burkell would probably win. Probably. Paul <laughs> Simon's very small. Yeah. I, yeah. Saw, I saw him about a month ago. He'd like, he's got all the, all, all now the let me Now let me, let me make it more interesting. Handicap match, Edie Burkell versus Paul Simon and Woody Allen. Then who do you take? And Woody Allen. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, he's got, no, short, he's got, no, he's got senior man. citizen strength now. He's got weird ape like senior citizen strength. Well, I, I, was uh, I just, wouldn't. Oh, well. And you know he fights dirty. Yeah, he's at, right. He's okay. Maybe he wasn't the best. Woody Allen? Fighter. Yeah. He's a biter, well, for sure. Uh, all right, yeah. I don't like men- mentioning his name. Maybe was. I was just going short old Jewish <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Woody Allen know, is yeah. a weird wild card. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a better? Did you find what? Yeah, if, actually, you're right. You know what? A better, a better scenario would have been Art Garfunkel with Paul Art Simon. Garfunkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Art would, Garfunkel. Because so he would have been the. Well, third. nothing can defeat Simon and Garfunkel. So if yeah, that's if, an impossible, that's an in, in, yeah, <laughs> that's an unstoppable object right that's there. That's true. If yeah, well that that's that's very true. If that's if, why they're not allowed to be together anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, so if Edie Brickell was, like was fighting Oates, right? Paul Simon, do you think that Art Garfinkel would be the surprise guy to come into the ring and try to make sure that Paul Simon? Oh, won? he'd be like, well, he. It turned out he's actually the ref. You know, like they pull off his wig and it's Art Garfinkel. They'd be like, oh shit, he's the ref the whole time. And then like he pats out for Edie Brickell. You know, like it was a fix. It was a fix. You know, yeah. it was in for the beginning. Yeah. And. Yeah, you know, and Ed McMahon's just laughing his ass off in the corner. We all know how this goes down. You mean you mean Vince McMahon? <laughs> yes. Vince McMahon. No, I know. Like Ed McMahon. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Been dead for six years. Go and look, he's still there. If you want, if you want more on that story, go look it up. This is a cool one. Bob Dylan's. Uh, they're le- they're auctioning off Bob Dylan's notes from writing and the lyrics for Like a Rolling Stone, and I was like, I'd actually buy that. They expect it to fetch two million dollars. So this podcast oh. needs to get popular very quickly to be able to That's afford right. it. That's right. Yeah, I could have bought the, the original handwritten lyrics to uh, Janine by uh, Mike Doty, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. He was selling those for $10,000, and I thought that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that, sure. See, it's, I mean, the scale's a little different, but we, we all have our... 
Well, Todd would go see Mike Doty over Bob Dylan because Mike Doty might be closer to death than Bob Dylan, right? This is he might be given his drug habits. Yeah, yeah. This is true. You have to consider that. It's all age based. Do you get a health? He's also closer to career death too. So there's that. I insist on a doctor's note before I see any artists, especially in a festival setting. You know what? That is a great website. You should take festival lineups and aggregate it based on health reports. On the health of the artist. Yes. The health of the artist. Speaking, of, speaking yeah. of which, of course, a sad, sad week for hip hop. DJ Easy Rock passing away, and I'm going to say something on this. I mean, not to, you know, you're not going to uh, overblow the the importance of DJ Easy Rock or anything like that. Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock, it takes two. The cool thing about this guy is, I think it is amazing when anyone is involved in a song that everybody knows. Which brings me to can you, Joan- play, can you play a little bit of it? Just it so takes two. It's yeah. in everybody's head because there are other songs called It Takes Two that is not this song and once you hear it you're like oh shit that guy's dead oh yeah okay yeah we can we can find it maybe somewhere yeah i mean so uh the the thing about it's it, it, also like i mean it's just like this is the 12 inch everybody played for a long time this is right so yeah there it is if you didn't know what i was talking about then i don't know why you listen to 53 minutes of the show but <laughs> uh anyway what i was about to say was this is a song that everybody knows and Joan Jett topped our list last week, and she has a song, I Love Rock and Roll, which every single person with a pulse knows, even John Fogarty, okay? Yeah. Knows. <laughs> oh, and and, and uh, I think that's... He didn't anyway, have much time so left. Obviously, our you know, uh, condolences to, to, to the family of DJ Easy Rock, and you know, I just wanted to say, it's, it's remarkable. If you're involved in a song, whether it's freaking YMCA, or I Love Rock and Roll, or It Takes Two, or I Will Survive... Or any of these songs that like every person in the world knows, or every person at least in America knows, that's remarkable. So it yeah. is. No, it's true. Anyway, that's 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 the news of the week. And uh, before we get out of here, what are you guys listening to, Harrison? What's going on, man? Uh, I listened this week. We had the new uh, Pixies dropped their first album in 20 years. Indie Cindy started listening to it. It's getting like it got better as it went on. Like it missed like the first three tracks on it missed that kind of weird. Pixie's sinisterness that I expect on all their music, kind of that weird undertone. Like as no matter how happy their songs are, it's got that weird like we are all doing drugs and it's fucking our lives up. I feel like all their songs has that as like kind of the back, kind of the weird back thing that's going on. And the album started off a little too poppy for me, and then it got back into that Pixie's groove. So right now I'm I'm definitely on it. It's um, an EP, right? No. No, it's. I think it's. Oh, it's a full long. length. Oh, okay. I mean, it's. I mean, it's as. It's damn close. It's like. I think it's like forty minutes at least. That's. Okay. EP. I feel is like twenty five minutes and under. But I could be wrong. Yeah. About no. It. I, I. That's. I thought it was. Indie, EP, Indie City sure. and other girls' names. No, I mean it's. No, it's a full album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's so mostly, you gotta check it out. I haven't listened to it yet. And all the songs are girls' names. Oh. That's yeah. That's cool. That's, yeah. So. Nice. Yeah. No, I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, so I was to? listening to a band called Cheap Girls. Oh wait. Um, I totally messed that up. But go what? ahead. What? I totally, I totally messed that up. We'll re-record it. Just kidding. What is? What did <laughs> so just say? Right. Yeah. No, that was a playlist. I was like, yeah. Anybody who's, li- who's still listening true. is asleep on the train anyway. So just it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's yeah. It's it's not an EP. That's all you need to know. It's, it's all not, the songs okay. aren't girls' names. I made that up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Make shit up. Nice. Who cares? Yeah, just it's make fine. it up. It's fine. We'll see. It's Maybe fine. we'll get a reaction. Yeah, yeah. No, I was no gonna say that a band, Cheap Girls, 
um, that I saw. Oh well, I, they opened for the Hold Steady, um, so that's kind of that was my reason for listening to them. But I was pleasantly surprised. Um, and actually, if you like the Hold Steady, it was an appropriate opener because they they kind of have a similar type of rock uh, sound. And and I really enjoyed them. And actually, there are no girls in the band that I know of. It's one of those types of mm, things. Yeah. So it is male-fronted uh, rock, but very. Uh, I thought it was very catchy and uh, definitely worth checking out. So cheap girls. There you go. My my <laughs> yeah, well, that's cool. Check that out. My musical listening yeah. has gone all over the place this week. I, I've I've been going back and forth on what I want to mention, but I want to throw a shout out to the new old '97s album, Most Messed Up. I think it's really really good and worth worth checking out. You never know. You know, in a band that's been around that long, you have no idea if they're going to actually put out something that's really good or not. I think the album is, is really good. Uh, but I found some cool tracks. I've been digging a lot on SoundCloud. I wanted to give a heads up about a track called, uh, it's called, I think, Bed Piece, and it's by an artist called Jeannie Iko, and it's an R&B type deal, and Childish Gambino's on the track. I just wanted to mention it, and it reminds me, it's a it's a guy-girl like R&B hip-hop thing. It reminds me a lot of Crazy in Love, but not, not dancey like that, and then it reminds me of like Common's thing with Mary J. Anyway, check it. It's Jeannie Iko is the artist. I just want to give a shout out to something that's kind of hidden, hidden gem. Anyway, so how did you discover that on SoundCloud? How did like, I, I was? How do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was discover well, music I'm, on. I find I'm it kinda, intimidating. I know it is. It is. I'm working on. As I've told you, Todd, I'm working on something right now. I'm working that's on a little music true. aggregator project, and and uh, while doing that, I'm I'm trying to. I am literally trying to figure out the best way to find stuff on SoundCloud because there are some gems on SoundCloud. For example, Harrison, I think you had mentioned an email, the Neon Trees album didn't you i think yeah yeah, I did, yeah. the so, pop psychology put that on my list this week yeah. i've been listening to it, it um yeah it's, it's it's this great kind of modern you know it's still in that whole new wave vein that we have going on with churches and yeah. and future islands i really liked it so i um, found on 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 soundcloud i found this amazing remix of one of the new tracks i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but yeah, that's the kind of stuff you find on SoundCloud, and it's amazing. Somebody's got to clean clean it up and, and make sure that everybody can find it. But uh, there's just some some great stuff on there. But Todd, yeah, it is intimidating. So uh, yeah. check check out all that stuff. Uh, Cheap Girls, New Pixies, New Old 97s, and uh, and join us, of course, next time. We'll be here, you know. So anything else, guys? All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, Over and out. How about, so I wanted to play this song because there's not many songs. There are more New Orleans than Ico Ico. And as we decided, there are only four bands that are more, or five bands, that are more New Orleans than Cowboy Mouth. So, Ico Ico by Cowboy Mouth, playing us out. Talk to you next time. Sounds good.